hang on this guy who's so serious just shouting orders has a huge heart for something it's really nice to see what people are crazy about hey karish aapne banayi yeah perfect he's basically bragging you've directed several shows we're going to be unraveling a lot of your journey you are clearly very very passionate when it comes to sports arshab bhogle is one of the reasons that i came into this line as well i was with 10 sports for 6 7 years i remember this catch which ajay jadeja took since then I, i was hooked to the game the cricket bug kind of caught me and i was dissuaded do not watch this my dad was strict was it so difficult then that you decided to leave i don't know how to answer that question it's a very tricky question the cameras are rolling and we are ready with another episode of my show but before we get to anything else i have to say i have a personal little victory today because i've managed to get someone who's usually used to saying lights camera action from behind the camera today in front of the camera it's time to meet our guest today hey karish hey madri how are you Cheers. doing <laughs> with the tea healthy and not so healthy but still good enough please try it kaisi lagi aapne banayi yeah perfect thank you swagat hai sabse pehle himadri thank to you. our home beautiful home by the way thank you i love the way you've styled the whole uh, living room into a podcast studio it just worked out so well good wall there as well no, no problems in terms of uh, uh, you know reflecting of lights good choice ab you know ab now he's basically bragging now and he has bragging rights he's allowed to so himadri let me tell you is uh, someone who's been behind the camera for years and years and years you've directed several shows you know you've worked with innumerable people on several different projects yep You have your own production company set up here in the UAE. Today we're going to be unraveling a lot of your journey, uh you know, working behind the scenes on whether it's cricket, whether it's, you know, any other sports across the spectrum or of course entertainment shows that you've produced, you've directed as well. Acumen is your baby. Yeah. That is the production company that you set up in which year? 2014. Coming up Nine on years. 10 years now. Yeah, almost, yeah. And before that you were working full-time job? I started my career in 2005. All right. with headlines today which is now india today right network yes. uh, not the magazine the the, the, the channel. news channel yeah yes. the news channel yes then i moved to a channel called news x and then i got my dream job so to speak working in a sports channel from day one in media i've always been in sports only from 2005 when i stepped into that studio of headlines today i went to the shift supervisor who was sitting on a round table i asked him where is the sports desk that guy being from sports industry as well he was very happy to know that oh koi aaya aur usko seedha sports ki desk pe jana hai he's interested and i was an intern at that time and then he escorted me very happily and since that day i always wanted to be in sports production i i, I still am right now although i don't get to cover sports on a day to day basis like i would would have uh, after newsx i joined 10 sports right. so i was with 10 sports for 6 7 years and covered sports multiple different sports across the world around the world uh, living my dream even now just to satiate my that sports kida within me i i i still keep on uh, working on different sporting events from time to time just to keep that 
you know passionate life that's very important this i know about you himadri yeah. you are clearly you know very very passionate when it comes to sports but it funnily my introduction to you has nothing to do with sports so how i know himadri is from the fact that a couple of years ago uh, you directed me on a tv show that i did for colors yeah. which was the colors food trail season 2 yeah. and then earlier this year yeah. you directed me once again and yeah. this time it was again for colors in the spotlight and always a pleasure directing you by the way thank you yeah, you are every director's dream please tell sanjali lavansali <laughs> <laughs> अगर कभी मिले तो इंटरेस्टिंग वे ऑफ गेटिंग हाउ वी नोन इच अदर विच इज प्योरली एज प्रोफेशनल्स यू मेट मी एज अ होस्ट आई मेट यू एज अ डायरेक्टर एंड देन वी आई थिंक डायरेक्टली ऑन सेट स्टार्टेड वर्किंग टुगेदर एंड वी हैव मैराथन शूट डेज आई वुड डू माई रेडियो शो इन द मॉर्निंग एंड देन कम टू द स्टूडियो एंड वील डू टू एपिसोड इन अ डे फोर डेज इन अ रो इट इज एग्जॉस्टिंग योर टीम एंड यू आर फिनोमिनल बाई द वे थैंक यू फॉर मी आई थिंक यू नो वन वी वर सिटिंग अराउंड chatting in the middle of some shoot um it was at that point when it came up i think it was with cricketer chirag suri yeah 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 you know and the whole cricket conversation came up yeah. and i realized that hang on this guy who's so serious always very busy you know just shouting orders and all that uh, making sure the show gets done on time is uh, has a huge heart for something and it's it's really nice to see what people are you know crazy about you know we all do our jobs with passion but there's one thing that we're absolutely have that child like love for and for you that is sports so you were working here for how many years and at what point did you decide you wanted to go solo do your own business yeah, yeah. how hard was that entire process for you it was difficult i won't lie i had anxiety attacks as well thinking about it uh, because you get used to certain style Uh, you have your own comfort zone you're in the cocoon very comfortable and i was loving it you know uh, i was loving working for 10 sports but one fine day uh, a media conglomerate a giant decides to take 10 sports over without naming them then that comfort zone that we were talking about it it got shaken a little bit right yeah and it got burst eventually so they said okay one fine day pack your bags we are moving to india Okay just like that okay. you have two months either you decide to stay here hmm or you know all the best or you can come back with us so that decision you know that phase when i said anxiety attack it it, it is linked with that because you are now no longer in control of what you want to do correct i tried my hand here and there but then you know okay said okay it's not really working out the time is too short went back uh, to delhi uh, to noida where the office was of the new 10 sports now uh, but somehow when you are living here in dubai you know you get used to what dubai offers yeah it's safe for women great for families uh, it's a beautiful cultural place where it's everything is you know melting in so beautifully uh, it's it's great for kids growing up as well yeah so you know it i always had it in back of my mind mujhe wapas to aana hai hmm kaise kahan we will see hmm then i think 10 months down the line over there i said i think it's enough enough is enough i need to move back to dubai and somehow whatever transpires transpired i came opened the company and uh, initially initial few months were difficult but then i had good contacts 
you know, which I had forged over a period of, you know, over a number of years living here. And then, you know, they, it kind of came in handy and uh, yeah, I don't know since then how many shows I've done, honestly, I can't count, but yeah, it's it's been good. The reason of opening, as yeah. you said, was yeah. I uh, wanted to be in control of my own destiny, so to speak, yeah. and my own, I didn't want somebody else to make that decision and say, okay, two months later, pack up and leave. Yeah. I didn't want that. We've heard that, you know, people don't leave bad jobs, they leave bad bosses. So were you considering another job? Were you at that time, clear that you're going to start your own business? I was in two minds. I was also hoping that I get something like a good job opportunity over here. What exactly were you doing? I was a sports producer. What yeah. do sports producers do? Okay, so you, World Cup is going on right now, correct? There are more than 100 to 150 people working behind that broadcast. Right. There is a director, bunch of cameramen. There are EVS operators, which are which do live editing as we see all these replays in, in, in a few seconds, right? Then there is a full graphics team. There are engineers. There are uh, satellite guys. Yeah. Then there is a producer, hmm. yeah, the broadcast producer. And a, we have a color ENG producer, as we call it, who do color stories. So, and a whole bunch uh, of production team, which is dedicated to pre-shows, post-shows, uh, which requires editorial understanding. It requires understanding of the game. So the producer effectively, like a broadcast producer, would be somebody who will sit with the commentators, yeah. behind the commentators, yeah. plan the whole roster, which yeah. commentator will do commentary when. I'm boring you, I know. No, no, no I'm actually <laughs> yeah. visualizing it. Yeah. Your job as a producer to see what patterns the game is throwing up. Wow. Then you get EVS, which is people who are editing it live. There's one guy dedicated to making specialized packages for the for the for the match. Okay. You get that done. You see any records being broken? There's a st stats guy who you are working with in conjunction with. I want to keep the viewers engaged. I'll throw in, I'll with the help of the team, uh, and obviously letting the commentators know that hey, this might come up now. The role of a producer is like he's almost like a coordinator amongst all these different departments which are working on that match. And mm. every, everything is happening live, by the way. Yeah. Everything is happening live then. And obviously, you do your own uh, homework, you prepare, but what the match throws at that point of time, that's the beauty of live sport. Yeah. You know, every moment is new. It is, uh, it's like history in the making. And I mean, sometimes you feel privileged to be a part of it. The way you talk about sports, Himadri, it's like your face lights up. Yeah, it's my first love. Sorry, Vaishali, uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's just stick to your first love then. I'll get to the start of my career. Very interesting. Let's do that. It's a bittersweet story though. Oh. 2005, I think. Initially, I was on desk in headlines today. My shift super tells me, go go to Firosha Kotla now and do a story on this guy called Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli was 16 years, I think, back then. He had unfortunately lost his dad overnight. But his commitment, I mean, remarkable commitment, I think had to score some 89 runs or something like that to, to, to save themselves from follow-on. And he's an overnight not-out batsman, hmm. Virat Kohli. Hmm. And his dad has expired. Next day, he comes out to bat, saves Delhi from follow-on. So I had to do a story and interview him. Wow in that moment, very difficult. Yeah. For him, as well as for me, because it is a little awkward. Yeah. Nobody has trained you for this particular scenario. Yeah, because now empathy has to enter the picture. That's why I'd say it's a bittersweet moment. So that was my first ever story that I did. We didn't know what his career would be now, what it is. But 
in that early days you could have seen you know that that sort of commitment the guy had to do that at that age speaks volume you know whatever he is achieving now is not really a surprise yeah. because of his the way he is i won't say committed he's married yeah and he's dedicated himself to the game that's that's he's incredible when i was in 10 sports it was almost like first few years it was a, you were a little starstruck with all the names that you worked with but after that after a point of time you forged relationships with them is just a normal day job what still is interesting is that every game is a different story that's what keeps it interesting keeps it alive so vivian richards was was unbelievable mm-hmm. what a man he is he is the real king mm-hmm. you know he is despite what he has achieved the guy is so down to earth and humble that sometimes he comes to you he'll say sir are you okay with everything you know you just have to say please do not do not address me as a sir you know it's it's a little embarrassing it's it's phenomenal yeah when we're talking about sports people yeah. there's automatically a lot of discipline in their lives yeah. um because of what they do not after retirement <laughs> <laughs> definitely not after i think that that's their yeah. very well earned <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah have there been people that you have met whose discipline really impressed you ian bishop you see him in the commentary box he has he's somebody who's done his homework who has done his research he literally is a student of the game every little fact and story and detail and patterns of play that is really inspiring and then harsha bhogle as we all know he's amazing what is great about him he's a storyteller at his heart he has his way with the words yes he is a wordsmith right yes he obviously is one of the reasons that i came into this line as well really back in the 90s late 90s or early 2000 i don't remember exactly there was a show called harsha ki khoj hmm it used to come on espn back in the day right so watching it as a young boy i wanted to take part in it i would have applied for sure didn't get through whatever usme audition video bhejna hota tha to bheja maine lekin kuch hua nahi so they were looking for the next the next harsha bhogle so that is what really you know got me into dreaming oh i can be part of this world as well wow thanks to him people don't often talk about commentators this much because obviously the chunk of the attention goes to the you know players yeah. of the game yeah. uh, but you know commentary itself is that a career option now or no it's it's reserved for former cricketers good question actually there is room still hmm you know you see in star sports there is jatin sapru who has not played the game but he's commentating in hindi commentary right he's doing it so when you talk about the regional languages right yeah there is still a very good opportunity for people who want to do commentary maybe perhaps not english because in english you still have the ex cricketers joining the ranks yeah, and hindi from the world over from world over yeah. the game has changed now you look at ipl how many commentary languages how many languages the commentaries is beamed in 7 8 9 10 11 ab punjabi bhojpuri bhi aa gayi hai yeah we've heard the bhojpuri <laughs> i was working in uh, the football world cup uh, for viacom uh, in mumbai last year uh, they had even uh, punjabi commentary wherein they bring in that flavor hmm. it's not just the cricket that they're yeah. talking about yeah. they're they're also talking about the culture the cultural flavor comes in with the language that's it true comes with it and there you because you ask commentary yes. abhi hai ki nahi there the commentators have 
a lot more opportunities than perhaps English. I've heard people say time and again that there's too much cricket happening right now. We need to tone it down. You know, there's 50 overs, there's 20 overs, there's all kinds of tournaments and test series round the clock. Uh, are you of that opinion as well? Or what is your opinion? It's purely di- driven by what the viewers want. But what is the reality? That cricket series is providing employment opportunities to so many professionals, to so many event event staff, to so many administrators, to the groundsmen, to the, to the pitch curators. It is also providing entertainment, right? And when we talk about job creation, if a sport is doing that, who are we to say it's too much? Yeah. I, being from the profession, I cannot say it's too much. One thing I realized, Imadri, is that a lot of your love for cricket comes from possibly having grown up in a household that watched a lot of cricket. Mm-hmm. Because you are talking about uh, players from back in the day that I remember because I grew up in a cricket watching home. We all did in the 90s. We didn't have a choice, right? Like dad had the remote and there would be test series upon test series and that's it for three, three, four, four days. Mm-hmm. That would be the only thing that played at home. So those are the memories we have of, of you know, cricket. Those are the players we remember. And you've mentioned a lot of those. Tell me what your childhood was like. Did you grow up in a cricket watching home? Not really. No. No, because my parents, academics, professors, both of them. My dad was interested in cricket a little bit, not too much. We were expected to get good marks, get good grades. Our television time was slightly restricted, but... We were 1992 World Cup. India are playing Australia. This is the one that Pakistan... Imran Khan lifted the World yes. Cup. I remember this catch which Ajay Jadeja took. That is my first cricketing memory. It was an unreal, unbelievable catch. Since then, I, I was hooked to the game. I was living in an apartment back then in Delhi. My mom and my sister used to force me to come back. We were just playing cricket all day long. Cricket yeah. and football and a lot of other games which... Typically, people played in 90s. So the cricket bug kind of caught me and I was sometimes dissuaded. Do not watch this. Study for exams. Yeah. Because my dad was strict. Sometimes when you say no too much, you would want to do it more and more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how it was. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm careful with how I do it with my son. I have to sometimes say no. I used to watch as much as I could in within because back in the day, you know. If no, no means no. You can't argue. Lag jate the. Of course. Somebody gonna get a hurt real bad. Jo ab nahi ho sakta. Possible nahi hai. But obviously I understood later on why they did what they did. Of course. Yeah. Credit goes to Sachin Tendulkar. A lot. Of course. <laughs> Whenever he used to come to bat, irrespective of your age, who you are, you would want to watch it. Yeah. Because of the class of the man, the way he batted. Yeah. It was... You know, thinking about him is nostalgia. Some of my memories are coming alive. So we, uh, I'm from Bombay. We grew up in a place uh, called Khar. Mm -hmm. There's 14th road, 16th road, 18th road. So we're all one, one lane. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once there was a match going on, just like this, you know, Sachin's playing. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like pumped up. One of those big matches. Like I think India, Pakistan, possibly big match. I'm not sure where, Mm -hmm. but I know it was a big match. Mm And then suddenly, at a crucial moment in the game, there's no electricity. The lights go out. So 14th Road has lost electricity. All of us are like, oh no, what happened? What happened? Everyone's in the balcony. You know, that's where you'd run immediately. And then 
16th road still had electricity. So we heard a cheer from there. That means that they had just taken another wicket. Yeah. And we celebrated here on 14th road in our balconies. But that is how we grew up. That's the beauty of the game, isn't it? How everybody forgets about everything when, it's, when it comes to cricket. That's beautifully narrated. Actually, when you're narrating me, the story was going in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we used to have these emergency lights as well, you know, inverter, inverters, inverters yes. to make sure that we don't miss out. There was it was on channel only. Correct. You couldn't have che checked cricket for anybody else for the score as well. There was nothing. So, uh, if in that case we used to turn to AIR, yes. All India Radio, yes, <laughs> and listen over there. If you didn't study or if you failed, yeah. your parents would basically tell you we're going to cut off the cable. That was the eternal threat. That is all we had. This threat used to be made after every report card used to come. Hai na? Ye cable ko katwa do. <laughs> Ab ye cable cut cut wala hai. So then you used to behave for a week. Yeah. Or two, max. And then you were back to your old ways. Here's what I'm wondering, Himadri, as I'm hearing you speak. Yeah. You have so much love for the game and... And you were at a sports channel. Was it so difficult then that you decided to leave? Because, I mean, was your love not enough to tide over whatever bad, you know, management decisions you were dealing with? Mm, good question. Sometimes reality bites a little bit. So, I don't know. We all were used to the lifestyle of Dubai too much. I don't know how to answer that question. It's a very tricky question. I, as I said, I still love sports so much. Yeah. So whenever I do cover it from on a freelance basis now, right? I want to go back into it full time. O often it happens. But then you have also have to be cognizant of the reality. You're, you're running something. You're, you're creating something. You're working on projects on a weekly, daily basis. Yeah. So uh, sports still drives me. Uh, you know, nobody knows what will happen in the future. Maybe one day I'll go back to it full time. Maybe you will... But in the last nine years, yeah. you know, um, how close have you, what is the closest you've come mm -hmm. to doing sports? What events have you done? Last year, did the World Cup football, worked in IPLs, worked uh, on many bilateral series which keep on happening. Since 2014, I worked in the Asian Games as well. UFC just happened yes. in Abu Dhabi, UFC 294. Sports still keeps me interested and uh, occupied at times and I love it, yeah. And do you have any anecdotes to share from any of these over the years, all the shows, all the work that you've done wow. in sports with some of the most uh, memorable sports people you've met? Here's an interesting one. Growing up in the 90s, yeah, I used to bowl fast, at least try to. I used to change my action every week. One week was Jawagar Srinath, <laughs> other week was Venkatesh Prasad, huh. one week was Glenn Magra or Jason Gillespie. Or somebody or the other. But one action which I absolutely loved replicating huh. was of Vakar Yunus. And the day I met him for real yeah. in the commentary box, Ooh. it was a little bit of surreal, surreal to me. Yeah. That here is this guy which I have grown up replicating his action. And you meet him, such a great guy, so humble, so respectful. Stature-wise, he's up there, you know, right up there amongst the legends of the game. And then you're working with such people on a day-to-day -day basis, sharing a laugh, sharing a professional relation, you know, having occasionally sitting down for lunches or dinner with them. That's that connection to childhood and then reality sometimes is surreal. Okay, very recently, I've always been a Manchester United fan. Correct. Since 1996, I can remember. I think, I don't think I've missed hardly any United games. 
even on the day of my marriage united were playing bolton wanderers and a friend of mine was ke- telling me the score line he was keeping me abreast God. while my wo- wife was okay she, <laughs> iske iske baad pata nahi kya hoga but ha yeah you're sleeping on the couch tonight yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2007 champions league final i was working for 10 sports we were broadcasters of the champions league and the guest was steady sharing him and he scored a very crucial equalizing goal when united played bayern munich in 1999 champions league final i find him in the studios in right. 2007 champions league final as a guest that is really surreal because there's here's somebody who you have grown up loving so much because of that one moment Yeah. I mean he did a lot of other things as well but he'll be remembered forever for that one moment. Getting to meet him uh, was un- unbelievable but then last year Wayne Rooney joins Manchester United. And he is somebody who is ferocious. Yeah. What a player. Hmm. Legend. Last year I go to uh, Viacom to uh, which is Sports 18 to do the World Cup coverage yeah. and he's there. No so way. somebody who you have grown up admiring, loving then you get to meet him great guy we often refer to some sportsmen as the red mist moment hmm that once they cross that line they are a different personality altogether yeah i think he was one of them for sure yeah because this side of the line very laid back calm guy hmm hardly exuding any emotion as well but then when he was playing the game he was as ferocious as anyone could be and you do come across such players yeah uh from time to time that yeah. then you meet them off the field this is true i think even for people in entertainment right because yeah, yeah. you switch on you switch off not everyone is 24/7 ranveer singh exactly right okay yeah. so i want to bring you back now i want to mm-hmm. circle all the way back mm-hmm. to your uh business what is something that people should know our challenges they should be ready for especially when you're setting up a business in the uae i know it's about 10 years almost yeah. for you but still if you can shed some light on that one of the most important things if you are opening a company like now make sure that you have saved up capital good amount those first few months will be really difficult being mentally prepared especially if you are leaving a job and getting into it yeah be prepared for that mindset change completely sometimes you are used to that comfort zone and you are used to that lifestyle knowing that that security is there so what i'm doing now a job now i also have to be looking out for what i will be doing two months or two weeks or a month down the line right that pressure is consistent and constant that is something which often uh, i wouldn't say bog you down but keeps on keeps you going you know looking for something new to do always making sure that you're doing different things and not just restricting yourself to one particular thing that is very important so yeah be ready be open minded to do as many things as possible i won't say be jack of all trades yeah. try to branch out as much as you can don't just bank on one particular thing are you able to maintain work life balance not every month Yes yeah. there are a few months where the peak season is uh when when it happens here in Dubai which is i would say from September onwards till March April May June basically global village <laughs> opening months yeah <laughs> yeah you could say that yeah. yeah it's not that we are working non-stop every day you know yeah, yeah the, it happens but then also depends on the workload at times what is there because for us you know we there is planning involved there is shoot involved but then there is a lot of post production left as well right yeah, yeah. so the cycle is longer the life cycle of that of one particular work is very different for 
different professionals within the industry. So if we are to sum up, you know, what we've heard you share so far, and thank you so much for sharing Himadri. Uh, you know, it's like someone that who loved playing gully cricket went on to become a sports producer. You I know, still play cricket. You still play cricket? Every Saturday. Fixed. 5.30 a.m. <laughs> tomorrow is a game. Tomorrow is the game. I don't, I don't know whether I should mention tomorrow. But yeah, there is a game happening. Yeah. Every 5.30. Yeah. Uh, every Saturday we play. This is the thing about you, right? So there's that that part of your life is still ongoing. You've maintained that love for cricket. You've moved, you know, the way you're providing livelihood for your family. So instead of being a sports producer today, you're running your own production company. You're a dad, you're a husband. Uh, you know, you've made yourself a home in Dubai. What are three learnings from your life that you could share with someone today um, that maybe would help them make fewer mistakes in their life? If we could actually create a little time machine, wouldn't we love going back in time and telling your former self, don't be so stupid, don't be so impetuous, don't do things in a haste at times. Don't say whatever come come in your head. Be slightly learn to be a little bit little bit politically correct. Yeah. Sometimes you know I might have been too aggressive uh, because I was so passionate. And because you're from Delhi. <laughs> yeah. This is this is not. Imagine if you were doing it, this show in Delhi in style. In Delhi. Or in Delhi, Delhi style. style. <laughs> beep 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 beep. Chalta rahega. There have been a few incidents in tense sports, uh, especially when it comes to 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 my. Colleagues who are supporting rival teams. It's a crazy world. In sports, it's a crazy world. A United fan and a Liverpool fan or a Chelsea fan, it's non-stop and it's ongoing. It's full on always. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes, you know, I could have watched my word here, here and there a little bit. Uh, that's a learning. And I think another learning would be that don't have any regrets as such because then they only hold you back. Yeah. That sounds great, Himadri. Thanks for just hanging out with me. Wow. Is it done? <laughs> we're done. <laughs> How nervous were you? Uh, not a little bit, not yeah. too much. But you, but Malab, it's like a test innings, right? Huh. Pehle over, you're just leaving the ball outside the off stump, getting used to the you know pitch and the conditions and the pace of the ball. And once you are in the flow, you you, you forget you're in the zone. Are they still running Harsha ki coach? Because I no, think I, they, we found someone. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so they are. But yeah. We also think that Himadri today would have inspired many as well. And, uh, you know, if you are a sports fanatic, someone who's uh, hopeful of creating a future career path within sports, we hope that today we were able to shed some light on what the possibilities are out there for you. Of course, with the World Cup going on, what's your prediction, Himadri? We have Ooh. to know. There is a saying that you have peaked a little too early. Ooh, don't say that. I am praying and I'm hoping, just as much as a wood I can touch, <laughs> that India has not peaked too early in the tournament. Right now, South Africa are playing without the fear which we have associated with them in the past. We'll see when the knockout stage does come, what happens with them. Australia are peaking nicely now. I think it will all boil down to semi-finals and how India takes the pressure. But the great thing about this particular Indian team, especially which we have seen, they look settled. You know, most of the players look like they're in the zone. Yeah. And that being in the zone is so important, not just as an individual, yeah. but as a team as well. Yeah. Because that's that mindset, right? When you... You're so focused. It's almost like tunnel vision. Yeah. Yeah. I think most of the players are in that tunnel vision. Yeah. Plus the know-how and the experience of the conditions that they have. 
and the recent past heartbreaks which we have all seen too many yeah. uh, since the champions trophy which we won uh, which i which i covered in in the uk i hope when we are in the final and bcci also gets its way and produces a wicket which slightly favors india thank you himadri you know what i really enjoy uh, with you talking with you yeah. is that you don't just say stuff like it's a headline you read somewhere you know the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes and that is why this conversation is very engaging and i can tell you this as someone who grew up on sports and then somewhere gave up on cricket especially when that hansi cronie mm-hmm. the you know the whole yeah, scandal that, that was broke said back out. yeah yeah that's when i gave up on the game but but it's like uh, sorry but it's like you sat in the car and there was an accident yeah i stopped Ab driving you don't leave the car right thank you himadri pleasure do Thank come you. back yes and of course come back for the next episode of hey karish with another guest right here hey guys don't forget to like share and subscribe to hey karish